The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Can you believe it? We made it again. TGIF and good morning. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, August 26, 2022. Friday of the 21st week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2, and Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. Our saint today is Saint Jean-Elisabeth Bichier des Ages. She was born in 1773 near Leblanc, France, and sent at the age of 10 to a convent at Poitiers. On the death of her father in 1792, she met Saint Andrew Fournay, Under his guidance, she devoted herself to teaching and caring for the sick and needy. After her mother died in 1804, she joined the Carmelites at Poitiers. Eight months later, the Society of Providence, and in 1806, with four assistants, the Daughters of the Cross, also called the Sisters of St. Andrew, came into being. St. Jean-Elizabeth Bichier des Ages died in 1838. St. John... Pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, in union with that divine intention with which you offered to God your praises on earth through your most sacred heart, and now offer them in the sacrament of the Eucharist to everywhere, even to the end of time, I most gladly offer you throughout this entire day all my thoughts and intentions all my affections and desires, all my words and deeds, in imitation of the Most Holy Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary Immaculate. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for small and medium-sized businesses. In the midst of economic and social crisis, may they find ways to continue operating and serving their communities. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Some things that Jesus says in the Gospel leave us scratching our heads and wondering, Lord, what do you mean by that? Because it doesn't always seem very clear or sometimes even very fair. And I think that's the case in today's Gospel passage, which is the parable or story of the ten virgins the five wise and five foolish virgins, which I'm sure you remember very well. But we'll recap what the story, what Jesus tells us in this story. And our Lord says, first of all, that this is like the kingdom of heaven. In other words, going to heaven or not going to heaven. And he talks about these ten virgins are bridesmaids. And five of them go out with, they're foolish, and five of them are sensible, our Lord says. And the foolish ones take the lamps, but they don't bring any oil. The sensible ones are prudent or wise ones. They also go with their lamps, but they also bring flasks of oil as well. 
and they get there and the bridegroom is late and they all get drowsy and fall asleep. While they are asleep, the bridegroom suddenly arrives, um, they rush up to get into the wedding and those who have the, uh, the oil get into the wedding and those who don't are basically locked off, locked out. Uh, though they'd gone off when they when they went off to buy buy their oil, the ones who hadn't got any, the foolish ones, the bridegroom uh, arrived, and uh, the wise ones go in. The foolish ones are locked out. When they come back, and when they come back, they're banging on the door, uh, saying, "Lord, Lord, open the door for us." And the bride's groom, the bridegroom replies, "I tell you solemnly, I do not know you." And then Jesus concludes, "So stay awake." Because you do not know either the day or the hour. So a kind of warning that we would be ready for for our final moments or our death and our judgment and so on. But it's a little bit, it is a little bit perplexing for us because we we would might say to Jesus, well, Lord, why don't you just keep the door open a little bit longer until the five foolish ones get back with the oil? It seems a little bit fair, unfair that they are locked out just because they hadn't got the oil ready. Now, that would be the case if we didn't really understand what was this oil and why was it so important and why was it so important that they didn't have it? This is the key to understanding the parables. And like in many of these things, in fact, you have to go back to a group of, of theologians, the very early theologians, and we call them the fathers of the church. And very often they give us these keys or these pointers to understand these perplexing passages in the gospel because for the fathers of the church they say something very interesting about this oil it's no ordinary oil just as the lamp and the flame from the lamp is no ordinary lamp or flame because they say the oil is the oil of desire for god and the flame that comes from this that is fueled by this is the love of god and so we kind of recap and look again and we understand a little bit better Lord what you are saying to each one of us in this parable so the ten bridesmaids or virgins are kind of similar in the sense that we can imagine they're good women but there is a very substantial difference between them because only five of them really 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 desire God only five of them have this oil of desire for God that keeps the lamp alight, the flame, which is the love of God. The other five, you could say they're goodish, but really they're they're lacking. They have no real, real, real desire for God. They're indifferent. They're just doing their duty. I I read a story recently, which might kind of give us a little bit of a an insight into this. But a strange story, but and I don't think it's true. But of a young man going looking for a spiritual director. And he goes to this wise and aged monk and uh, says, well, would you mind being my spiritual director? And the monk is kind of not so enthusiastic. And he says, well, follow me. And he brings the, the young guy off to a river. And then he proceeds to duck the poor fellow's head in the water and keeps him down there gasping for well not gasping as he drowned so but kind of struggling but his head underwater and he leaves him as long as he thinks uh, it's kind of safe and then he finally pulls out his head 
And the guy is a bit perplexed, obviously. And uh, the monk says, well, what did you desire just now above anything else in the world? And the young man replied, air. And the monk replied, well, come back to me when you desire God as much as you desired that air. Kind of strange, but a very important point at the same time. In other words, the monk kind of saw this guy, oh, it's kind of good and he wants to be good and he wants a bit of spiritual direction, which is a good thing. But the monk kind of realized he doesn't really, really, really want this. He doesn't really, really, really desire God. And so he was saying, well, come back when you desire God as much as you desired that air that you're, you were struggling to get when your head was under the water. Strange one. A little bit like something that St. Jose Maria Scriva says in his little book, The Way. He says this, you tell me, yes, that you want to. Very good. But do you want to, as a miser longs for gold, as a mother loves her child, as a worldling craves for honours, or as a wretched sensualist seeks his pleasure? No, then you don't want to. So what the same is is pointed the very same thing. Because for the miser, money is like his heir. He just thinks about it, desires it, wants it the whole time, would do virtually anything to get it. The mother, the good mother, loves her child in the same way. The worldling wants he wants honors. He wants to be proclaimed great in one way or another, maybe in some particular pursuit, and would do anything but anything to get it. Or the sensualist, the wretched sensualist, just seeking his pleasure, craving it, craving it, craving it, thinks of nothing else and will, will do anything to get it. And so St. Rosemary is kind of saying the same thing as we see in the story of the monk. Do you, do I, desire God the way the miser, or the, the mother, or the, the worldling or the wretched sensualist desires the object of their love? And if not, then you don't really want to. Now, that might leave us feeling a little bit worried because we might say, gosh, well, I, I, I can't imagine that I, I really desire God in that kind of way. I'm a little bit more like the foolish virgins with their kind of indi slight indifference or great indifference. They're not well, being good, but they're not really desiring God above everything, everything else. So we, the question arises then, how do I get this oil? If I feel that, well, maybe yeah, have some, but I don't think my, my lamp is full of this oil because I have other things that I desire, maybe much more than I desire God, actually, if I'm being sincere with myself. How do I fill up? Well, we go back to another father of the church, and that is St. Augustine. And he gives us a nice, in a reflection on it, one of the Psalms, in fact, he has this kind of slightly strange, but, but very, very illuminating line. And this is what he says. Desire is your prayer. And if your desire is without ceasing, your prayer will also be without ceasing. The continuance of your longing is the continuance of your prayer. In other words, we fill up in this oil of desire through prayer. And so much of our prayers is kind of like saying, as we might say now to our Lord, Lord, I do desire you, but I want to desire you far more. I do love you, but I realize I could love you far more. And especially if I compare uh, my love for you with the way I love other things, honors or pleasures or, or whatever it might be, or even other people. Uh, and I realize that you shouldn't play second fiddle to anybody. 
You should be out there completely on your own. Or as it puts it very nicely in Psalm 63, O God, you are my God, for you are long, for you my soul is thirsting, my body pines for you, like a dry, weary land without water. It's a great expression of that, real desire, the kind of desire that God wants us to have, and we have to have, because that is the oil that keeps this charity, this flame of love alight. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Friday, August 26, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth, and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Come then, let us bow down and worship, Bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God and we are His people. The flock He shepherds. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord. For God's great love is without end. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Forty years I endured that generation, 
I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. O Lord, plead my cause against my foes. Fight those who fight me. Take up your buckler and shield. Arise to help me. O Lord, say to my soul, I am your salvation. But my soul shall be joyful in the Lord and rejoice in his salvation. My whole being will say, Lord, who is like you, who rescue the weak from the strong and the poor from the oppressor? Lying witnesses arise and accuse me unjustly. They repay me evil for good. My soul is forlorn. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me. When they were sick, I went into mourning, afflicted with fasting. My prayer was ever on my lips, as for a brother, a friend. I went as though mourning a mother, bowed down with grief. Now that I am in trouble, they gather. They gather and mock me. They take me by surprise and strike me and tear me to pieces. They provoke me with mockery on mockery and gnash their teeth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me.
My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. O Lord, how long will you look on? Come to my rescue. Save my life from these raging beasts, my soul from these lions. I will thank you in the great assembly. Amid the throng I will praise you. Do not let my lying foes rejoice over me. Do not let those who hate me unjustly wink eyes at each other. O Lord, you have seen. Do not be silent. Do not stand afar off. Awake, stir to my defense, to my cause, O God. Let there be joy for those who love my cause. Let them say without end, Great is the Lord who delights in the peace of his servant. Then my tongue shall speak of your justice all day long of your praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Lord, you rescue the poor from their oppressors and you rose to the aid of your beloved Son against those who unjustly sought his life. Look on your church as we journey to you, that the poor and weak may recognize the help you provide and proclaim your saving act. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. My son, take my words to heart. Do as I say, and you will live. From the book of the prophet Jeremiah Thus says the Lord Proclaim it in Judah, make it heard in Jerusalem Blow the trumpet through the land, summon the recruits Say, fall in, let us march to the fortified cities Bear the standard to Zion, seek refuge without delay Evil I bring from the north and great destruction Up comes the lion from his lair The destroyer of nations has set out, has left his place, to turn your land into desolation, till your cities lie waste and empty. So gird yourselves with sackcloth, mourn and wail. The blazing wrath of the Lord is not turned away from us. See, like storm clouds he advances, like a hurricane his chariots, swifter than eagles are his steeds. Woe to us, we are ruined. Cleanse your heart of evil, O Jerusalem, that you may be saved. How long must your pernicious thoughts lodge within you? Listen, they proclaim it from Dan, from Mount Ephraim. They announce destruction. Make this known to the nations. Announce it to Jerusalem. The besiegers are coming from the distant land, shouting their war cry against the cities of Judah. Like watchmen of the fields, they surround her, for she has rebelled against me, says the Lord. Your conduct, your misdeeds, have done this to you. How bitter is this disaster of yours, how it reaches to your very heart. My breast, my breast, how I suffer. The walls of my heart, My heart beats wildly, I cannot be still, for I have heard the sound of trumpet, the alarm of war. Ruin after ruin is reported, 
the whole earth is laid waste. In an instant my tents are ravaged, in a flash my shelters. How long must I see that signal, hear that trumpet sound? Fools my people are, they know me not. Senseless children they are, give, having no understanding. They are wise in evil, but know not how to do good. I looked at the earth, and it was waste and void, at the heavens, and their light had gone out. I looked at the mountains, and they were trembling, and all the hills were crumbling. I looked, and behold, there was no man, even the birds of the air had flown away. I looked, and behold, the garden land was a desert, with all its cities destroyed before the Lord, before his blazing wrath. For thus says the Lord, Waste shall the whole land be. I will wholly destroy it. Because of this the earth shall mourn, the heavens above shall darken. I have spoken, I will not repent. I have resolved, I will not turn back. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. O God, before your blazing anger, the whole earth shook with fear. Have mercy on us, O Lord. Do Do not destroy destroy us. Restore us again, O God, with your saving power, and do not be angry with us. Do Do not not destroy destroy us. us. A reading from a commentary on Joel by St. Jerome, priest. Return to me with all your heart, and show a spirit of repentance with fasting, weeping, and mourning, so that while you fast now, later you may be satisfied. While you weep now, later you may laugh. While you mourn now, you may someday enjoy consolation. It is customary for those in sorrow or adversity to tear their garments The Gospel records that the high priest did this to exaggerate the charge against our Lord and Savior. And we read that Paul and Barnabas did so when they heard words of blasphemy. I bid you not to tear your garments, but rather to rend your hearts, which are laden with sin. Like wineskins, unless they have been cut open, they will burst of their own accord. After you have done this, return to the Lord your God, from whom you have been alienated by your sins. Do not despair of his mercy, no matter how great your sins, for great mercy will take away great sins. For the Lord is gracious and merciful and prefers the conversion of a sinner rather than his death. Patient and generous in his mercy, he does not give in to human impatience, but is willing to wait a long time for our repentance." So extraordinary is the Lord's mercy in the face of evil, that if we do penance for our sins, he regrets his own threat and does not carry out against us the sanctions he had threatened. So by the changing of our attitude, he himself is changed. But in this passage, we should interpret evil to mean not the opposite of virtue, but affliction. As we read in another place, sufficient for the day are its own evils. And again, If there is evil in the city, God did not create it. In like manner, given all that we have said above, that God is kind and merciful, patient, generous with his forgiveness, and extraordinary in his mercy toward evil, 
lest the magnitude of his clemency make us lax and negligent. He adds this word through his prophet. Who knows whether he will not turn and repent and leave behind him a blessing? In other words, he says, I exhort you to repentance because it is my duty. And I know that God is inexhaustibly merciful. As David says, Have mercy on me, God, according to your great mercy, and in the depths of your compassion blot out all my iniquities. But since we cannot know the depth of the riches and of the wisdom and knowledge of God, I will temper my statement, expressing a wish rather than taking anything for granted. And I will say, Who knows whether he will not turn and repent? Since he says, Who, it must be understood that it is impossible or difficult to know for sure. To these words the prophet adds, Offerings and libations for the Lord our God. What he is saying to us, in other words, is that God, having blessed us and forgiven us our sins, we will then be able to offer sacrifice to God. Let everyone turn back to God, pure in heart and mind, and love him without deceit. That That the record record of of your sins may be blotted out. Rend your hearts, not your garments, and return to the Lord your God. That That the the record record of your sins may be blotted out. Father, help us to seek the values that will bring us lasting joy in this changing world. In our desire for what you promise, make us one in mind and heart. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. 25 minutes before the hour, and today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday of the 21st week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells the parable of the five wise virgins and the five foolish ones from the 25th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be compared to ten maidens who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. But at midnight there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those maidens rose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, Perhaps there will not be enough for us and for you. Go rather to the dealers and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other maidens came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, 
for you know neither the day nor the hour. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, there's no doubt but that each one of us is filled with weaknesses. That's one area where our own perseverance has to come in. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. The decision to follow Christ is born of love, and in love it finds its nourishment. A readiness to give in easily is a sign that the noble ideal of following the Master has lost its appeal. We have to be very sincere with God and with ourselves if we are to be always open to His requests and ready to combat selfishness. The soul that is attached to an easygoing form of existence and which avoids self-denial and sacrifice or that is motivated only by personal satisfaction will not find the strength necessary to give itself to God and to its neighbor with all its heart. There are others, too, who afflict their bodies with abstinence, but through this very abstinence of theirs they look for material recompense. They teach others, they give many things to the needy, but in reality are foolish virgins because they seek only the reward of fleeting praise. They are those who lack rectitude of intention. Their works remain empty. Our Lord asks us for perseverance in love. Love has to grow continually, experiencing in each moment and situation the joy of following Christ. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. The Holy Spirit tells us, without getting discouraged, persevering in our daily effort, so that love will find us waiting when it comes. Are not the prudent virgins, says St. Augustine, the ones who persevere until the end? For no other cause, for no other reason, would they have been allowed to enter but for having persevered until the end. And because their lamps are burning right up to the last moment, the doors are opened wide for them and they are told to enter. They have discovered what their lives are about. When the soul loses this attitude of vigilance, when it gives in to venial sin and allows its friendship with our Lord to grow cold, it remains in darkness, without light for itself or for those who had the right to the influence of its good example. When the spirit of mortification is abandoned and prayer is neglected, the light dims and eventually goes out. And after so many labors, after so many toils, after all that courageous effort and the hard-won victories over the evil inclination of nature, the foolish virgins had to retire shamefacedly their lamps extinguished, and their heads lowered. The love of God does not consist in having begun, not even with a lot of effort, but in persevering, in beginning again and again. As regards the foolish virgins, it's not that they hadn't done anything. They had tried to do something, but in the end they were to hear his stern reply, I do not recognize you. Either they didn't know how to get ready properly, or they didn't want to, and they forgot to take the sensible precaution of buying oil in due time. They were not generous enough to carry out properly the little that had been entrusted to them. They had been told with many hours to spare, but they had wasted their time. Let us take a good, honest look at our own lives. 
How is it that sometimes we just can't find those few minutes it would take to finish lovingly the work we have to do, which is the very means of our sanctification? Why do we neglect our family duties? Why that tendency to rush through our prayers or through the holy sacrifice of the Mass? How are we so lacking in calm and serenity when it comes to fulfilling the duties of our state and yet so unhurried as we indulge in our own whims? You might say that these are trifling matters. You're right, they are. But these trifles are the oil, the fuel we need to keep our flame alive and our light shining. The desire to love Christ always and more, the readiness to fight against our defects and weaknesses, beginning again and again, is what keeps the flame alight. This is the oil that doesn't allow the light of charity to go out. Our Lord waits for us in our work, at home, in our pastimes. We are all His in whatever situation we find ourselves. The light of charity ought to shine always. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, we pray with the whole church now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Lord, you will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. Lord, you will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done that you may be justified when you give sentence and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born, a sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart, then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face, and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me 
you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit and heal our troubled conscience so that in joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. Lord, Lord, you will will accept accept the the true sacrifice offered on your altar. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. Truly with you, God, is hidden, the God of Israel, the Savior. Those are put to shame and disgrace who vent their anger against him. Those go in disgrace who carve images. Israel, you are saved by the Lord, saved forever. You shall never be put to shame or disgrace in future ages. For thus says the Lord, the creator of the heavens, who is God, the designer and maker of the earth, who established it, not creating it to be a waste, but designing it to be lived in. I am the Lord, and there is no other. I have not spoken from hiding, nor from some dark place of the earth. And I have not said to the descendants of Jacob, Look for me in an empty waste. I, the Lord, promise justice. I foretell what is right. Come and assemble, gather together, you fugitives among the Gentiles. They are without knowledge, who bear wooden idols and pray to gods that cannot save. Come here and declare in council together, who announced this from the beginning and foretold it from of old. Was it not I, the Lord, besides whom there is no other God? There is no just and saving God but me. Turn to me and be safe, all you ends of the earth, for I am God, there is no other. By myself I swear, uttering my just decree and my unalterable word. To me every knee shall bend, by me every tongue shall swear, saying, Only in the Lord are just deeds and power. Before him in shame shall come all who vent their anger against him. In the Lord shall be the vindication and the glory of all the descendants of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. 
Let us go into God's presence singing for joy. Let us go into God's presence singing for joy. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him singing for joy. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Go within His gates giving thanks. Enter His courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to Him and bless His name. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal His merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. With joy and gladness we cry out to you, Lord, and ask you, Open our hearts to sing your praises and announce your goodness and truth. Let us, Let us go, go into God's presence, singing for joy. A reading from the letter to the Ephesians. Never let evil talk pass your lips. Say only the good things men need to hear, things that will really help them. Do nothing that will sadden the Holy Spirit with whom you were sealed against the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, all passion and anger, harsh words, slander, and malice of every kind. In place of these, be kind to one another, compassionate, and mutually forgiving, just as God has forgiven you in Christ. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. At daybreak, be merciful to me. At daybreak, be merciful to me. Make known to me the path that I must walk. Be merciful to me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. At daybreak, be merciful to me. The Lord has come to his people and set them free. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, 
to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord has come to his people and set them free. Through his cross, the Lord Jesus brought salvation to the human race. We adore him, and in faith we call out to him, Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Christ, rising sun, warm us with your rays. And restrain us from every evil impulse. Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Keep guard over our thoughts words, and actions, and make us pleasing in your sight this day. Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Turn your gaze from our sinfulness, and cleanse us from our iniquities. Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Through your cross and resurrection, fill us with the consolation of the Spirit. Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver deliver us from from evil. God, our Father, you conquer the darkness of ignorance by the light of your word. Strengthen within our hearts the faith you have given us. Let not temptation ever quench the fire that your love has kindled within us. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, the weekend is coming right up, and weekends can be full of temptations. So don't stop praying. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.